0: Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This podcast was created with the purpose of being real, diving deep into the behind the scenes of what it's like to be successful while struggling with some of life's biggest challenges. In this podcast, there is no holding back. The tough questions are asked, hard things are said, and week after week, our hosts bring you tangible tips and tricks to live your best life. We're here to show you that you don't have to settle for good enough that you can shoot for the stars and accomplish your wildest dreams. The road to get there may look a little different, but we're here to prove to you that it's not only possible to be sick and successful, but it's possible for you. Dream big and tune
1: in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This is such a special episode, the most special episode. It is episode number 50. I cannot believe that we've made
0: it to this episode. (laughs) Like thinking back to the moment, I I just can't help but think back to the moment where we were sitting in in that cafe, having the discussion about starting our podcast, and then we just did it. And then here we are 50 episodes in and it's just surreal.
1: Literally drinking my chai tea latte. We had kind of just met. We were new friends. We didn't even really know each other. And that was in 2019. It's now almost 2022. Well, and I feel like <laughs> due to the pandemic, I, the last year and I, the last two years have felt like, you know, 10. So <laughs> they have, they actually have literally, yeah. and uh, obviously we took a big long break in between. So we'll talk about that a little bit, but um, yeah, this episode means a lot to us. So we hope it means a lot to you too.
0: And before we jump into today's episode, I want to mention that we're going to take a bit of a break, not a long break. Like we did that one time, (laughs) which we're going to talk about in today's episode as well, but we're just going to take a break during Christmas because like most people, you know, life gets crazy. We've got a lot on the go and uh, we'll come back in the new year.
1: So we can just do what we preach and be prepared and, and have, you know, great, the best quality episodes we can for you with content that you're. Are excited to listen to and so that we get a little break for ourselves to to just you know be
0: <laughs> yeah i mean uh a little transparency here i can now talk about it i've actually changed jobs <laughs> um i went from one radio station to uh, another radio station here in winnipeg and my show has changed so i've done a morning show for the last 11 years of my career getting up at three o'clock in the morning. And now I'm, I'm doing an afternoon show where it begins at 3 PM,
1: (laughs) such a huge change.
0: It's such a shift and my body, you know, if, if I was in my twenties, maybe it would be okay, but in my, I'm in my thirties. And so I'm having a bit of an adjustment (laughs) to literally and just, you know, my whole schedule shifting in general. So it is really great to have that ability to take some time away. And, uh, deal with some self-care, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and we're hosting Christmas here and it's a Polish Christmas, so it is like the house needs to be clean. Our basement has become a storage area so now we have to like un-storage area it. And on top of that, Alicia was sick for like two weeks out of the last month. So I am like two weeks behind. So we don't need to explain to you guys, but just so like we you guys are our friends. You're our family. So we just want you to know kind of where we're at and why we're going to take a little, I a two week, three-week hiatus. I don't know. No, two, two weeks approximately. So we'll be back the first week of January.
0: For sure. And
1: without further ado, this episode is the top five things we've learned in 50 episodes of podcasting. And as podcast producers, having a podcast production company, producing podcasts for dozens of women now, if not more, and seeing patterns. And so the top five things we've learned that, you know, maybe a lot of people don't actually really talk about.
0: Yeah. And that's what we bring to the table is that transparency, right? Like, that's what I love about our community that listens to this podcast, that we just are very open and vulnerable and share You know everything that's on our mind. So today we are really going to dive into the behind the scenes of how we got to episode (laughs) fifty. Yeah.
1: So number one is like the most real one out of all of them is be realistic. So like we just mentioned, we were like when I was pregnant and about to have Alicia, we're like, okay, well you know, I'll just pop out a baby and then the next week we'll record again and it'll be fine. And we're not going to need to take a break and it, everything's going to be good. And then a year later we, we launch the next episode. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what, you have to give
0: yourself grace in that because I remember feeling very disappointed in myself for allowing us to get in that situation because I too, It wasn't just, you know, you having Alicia and stuff because you were bound and determined. I'll never forget. You were like, (laughs) we're going to record in two weeks. Like, just let me heal up here and then let's hit the mic. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So like you were, you know, a go-getter, but I fell into a depression. So thanks for writing that out, by the way, like as my best friend, like thanks for being there for me during that. And just kind of like not pressuring me to continue the podcast when you knew that I just wasn't with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was also struggling with postpartum anxiety. So it was really debilitating where I like, I remember we recruited an episode with Alicia in my lap and like having her trying to watch Coco Melon on silent. And it was just, it was both of us going through a hard time. And if we would have done what we're doing right now and said like, you know what, this is tough. Let's take a month or two. Let's let our listeners know we're going to take a month or two. We wouldn't have lost listeners. And this is what other podcasters do too. You know, they say like, Hey, it's season two is over. I'm going to take a month or two break. You know, I'm really struggling. I'll be back in a month or two so that you as a listener, you know, what's happening. So by being realistic, it's like, you're not just severing a tie where someone has a relationship with listening to the podcast. You know, every Wednesday we put out sick and successful every Wednesday, you put in your headphones and listen. And then all of a sudden we're gone for a year because we weren't realistic. So by being realistic and saying, Hey, we're taking three weeks of a break or whatever it is. We'll be back on this day. The listener doesn't feel hurt and you don't feel disappointed in yourself. Cause I felt disappointed in us too. Like not you, not me, but just in the fact that we kind of let the listeners high and dry, we didn't say what happened, you know?
0: Yeah. And like who wants to be ghosted, you know, like <laughs> we straight up ghosted our listeners and that's a shitty feeling. So yeah. um, I think that kind of does talk a lot about being realistic in terms of coming to that accountability and realization that that wasn't cool. And we learned from that. And that's why we're having this conversation now.
1: And we did lose listeners. We lost a lot of listeners and it took a few months for us to get our listeners back and, We did have people listening throughout the whole year, but obviously it dwindled quickly. People were listening to old episodes and we did have a solid amount of listens every month, but we didn't explain what happened. So the people who were listening religiously stopped and some of them didn't start back up. Our our numbers are back up to where they were. But we've been now podcasting since August and it's the end of December. So that's, you know, it took us a while to get, gain that trust back.
0: I think a part of being realistic too, also the, the conversation of like keeping that momentum up comes into play, you know, like a lot of podcasters in, in our experience, when we ran our course, ready, set, record, we had conversations about how many episodes could be released on like an X amount of basis. So I remember one of our ladies had um, said she wanted to release three episodes per week. And I was just like, wow, that's a huge commitment. Yeah. Um, are you sure you can make that? Because like getting one episode out per week is a commitment. Getting one every two weeks out is a commitment. Getting one out every month is a commitment. So it is. And time goes by fast. Yeah. You need to like assess what works best for you. Make sure that you can keep that, like I said, momentum up.
1: Yeah. And the psychology of a listener is they want to listen to something new and relevant typically, right? Especially your tried and true listeners who listen every week. They want to know that like you just recorded it and I've listened to podcasts where they're like, oh, I pre-batched everything for a year in advance. And I was like, no, I don't really want to listen. So it's like a balance between you need to have a few batched because if Alicia gets sick or if, you know, something happens, job changes out of nowhere or whatever, you need to have a few batched, but your listeners also want like timely, realistic content. So it's like, you always need to be on, but you also need to be realistic. So it's like it is. And and pod fade is the name for something that a lot of podcasters go through is after seven episodes, they just stop because it's, it's a weekly commitment. Even if you're recording four episodes in advance or an episode in advance, whatever, still a weekly commitment. You need to put out content every week. You need to put out like the links to the podcast episodes. It's not just it can be easy if you're working with a podcast production company who's doing that for you. You know, that's what we do at SNS Podcasting, where the, our clients just need to record. But if you're doing it all on your own, you are now a podcast producer, you are a podcast editor, you are a podcast recorder, you're a content creator, you're a caption writer. You like a lot of things come into play when it comes to podcasting.
0: And give yourself some grace when it comes to the direction as well. Be realistic about that. Because for us, we titled our podcast Sick and Successful. And a majority of our episodes at the beginning of this were about that sickness part of the podcast. And so, you know, when we hit, I don't know, episode uh, 20-ish, we were like, okay, let's reassess where we are at because we've changed as, as podcasters and women in business And, you know, we've, yes, focused on our our sickness and and how that affects us in our day-to-day life. We want to talk more about being successful and that's okay. We shifted the podcast in a different direction. You're the one in the driver's seat of your podcast. You get to talk about whatever you want. Yes, your title is whatever. And your listeners know that they're going to get something from your podcast and make sure that you know there's that undertone of relevance in what you bring to the table so that you're not like you know serving up just randomness in your <laughs> podcast but you can add a little bit of spice in there talk about different things if you're finding yourself in that pod fade or that burnout phase where you're just like what am I talking about talk about something you're passionate about. And if that's not something that really aligns with what
1: your podcast is about, that's okay. You can introduce your listeners to that. Yeah, just be clear. Tell your listeners what they're going to get. And that's it. Like, you know, if you're not having fun doing it anymore, change it up. And number two is? Number two is drop the perfect. Oh, hang on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alexa. This is going to be a fun episode. Oh my God, I feel like
1: it. almost we should keep that in because that's so funny with number two. <laughs> You're right, Natalie.
0: Oh my gosh. And this is hard for me. Okay. So yeah, keep that in, keep it in because you know what? First of all, we're talking to our editor, Alexa, because I actually edited our podcast forever Literally and
1: forever yes. for years <laughs> because
0: I am a perfectionist to a T. And when it comes to audio, I am trained professionally in the broadcasting industry to listen for every little mistake and like, get rid of it. Cause like, that's my industry. She means like breaths. She listens for breaths. You guys breaths in between words, <laughs> like literally a pen drop. I like take that out. Like I listen for these things because that's how I'm trained in my industry. But then coming over to the podcasting world, it's a lot more forgiving and a lot more realistic In terms of like having a conversation and leaving a lot of this kind of stuff in, it's not professional radio, you know, so it's, it's testing for me, but I've learned over the years of podcasting to just be real, be authentic and not strive for perfectionism because you're only going to set yourself up for false expectations and be disappointed. And then when you listen back to an episode and you hear the things that you wish you could have fixed,
1: just be okay with that you're speaking to your listener as a friend, right? So if you're a friend having coffee and a pen drops, they're not going to edit that out <laughs> in their mind. So number two is drop the perfectionism. But I also want to say that like your quality in, in having that ear is a big benefit and it is why we are successful and our clients are successful because on the other hand of drop the perfectionism is you do want quality audio. And if your audio sounds like you're muffled in a garbage can with like, the shh of a TV behind you, people aren't going to listen, but you also don't want to like re-record the episode 17 times because you stuttered or, you know, whatever it is. So it's like, again, a balance of don't edit your episode for 15 hours every week, because then you're going to fade and you're going to stop wanting to do it. Or you're going to drive your, your editor psycho. (laughs)
0: Literally.
1: But at the same time, like if you stutter or if you miss a word, if something drops, or if there's a vacuum in the background that you can't completely get out, you guys, we've heard it all. Uh, then, you know, dogs barking,
0: out. kids screaming, husbands walking in asking when dinner is going to be
1: ready. Like we literally have heard it all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wi-Fi cutting out a little bit here and there, yes. you know, and, and words being not legible. No, that's not the right word. Not hearable. That's not the right word either, but you know, what? audible. I mean. Yes. Audible. Yeah. Yeah. For not sure. Audible.
0: No, see, and that's the thing is like, you have to be forgiving in a sense, but you also have to have that ear where if you're a listener to a podcast, you don't want to be listening to a conversation over all of this noise. So sometimes you do have to make that tough call and say, you know, this episode isn't the greatest. We're going to have to pull it. You know, we can't, we can't go with it, unfortunately. And yes. then record, but you don't re-record multiple times. Like you actually triggered a memory, Natalie, like in high school, just a little FYI sidebar. Yeah, I used enough. to, how much of a perfectionist, a, a perfectionist I was, I would rewrite my notes if they didn't look good. Like for who, who was reading my notes from class? Me, I was reading them, but I was such a perfectionist that I would rewrite my notes if they weren't
1: perfectly written out. Like so funny. I'm it glad triggers that a memory so for me. My dad made me rewrite my whole math, notebook from a full year at the end of the year because of how messy it was. So perfectionism was drilled into me. I'm sure he doesn't remember that, but I had to rewrite the whole, it was a duotang and it was a thick duotang and I had to rewrite it all because he got mad at how messy I was. Perfectionism is drilled into us. A lot of us, a lot of us who are successful because it took being a perfectionist to get here. It took hustling to get here and it takes a lot of drive, but then when you have a podcast, which is a different type of content platform than most of your other versus a blog versus a book versus whatever, where you do have to be a little bit more cognizant of your errors. A podcast is like two friends chatting, and it really builds that relationship. So let them in. You guys, you heard the episode a few episodes ago where we like, we can never get our signature (laughs) phrase right at the, (laughs) I did not want to try like you guys, we can't, we try, but we can't. Uh, And so we left that in a couple of times ago to show you like how when times we try. But so that's funny because now you guys are in on the joke that like we can't remember. Well, we do remember it, but we, for some reason, just laugh every single time we say our outro. And it's just like, now you guys can laugh with us.
0: And you're always going to be your own worst critic, right? Like you listening to something is going to be completely different than the average person listening. So keep that in mind too, because again, we are our own worst critic. And a big part of me giving up that perfectionism was allowing us to hire an editor for the podcast Mm -hmm. so that it took the time, you know, it gave me time to do other stuff for our business. And, um, it was, it was hard to give up, right? Like you knew that you were like, okay, like it was
1: like pulling a toy away from a child.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Another thing
1: I've heard a lot, sorry. Another thing I've heard a lot from other women is they hate their voice and they just like when they're editing, they hate their voice. And then, so they like kind of try to change their voice while they're recording and listen, everyone hears your voice the same way you just hear it differently because the way your ears are positioned or something, I hate listening back to our podcast episodes. Like I can't handle it. I don't listen back to our podcast episodes, but that's where you drop the perfectionism. If you're in a position where you need to edit, then I promise you your voice is beautiful. (laughs)
0: It's so funny. Cause that's like one of the questions I get asked as a radio broadcaster is like, you know, how, how did you get over hating your voice or how do you listen to your voice all the time? I mean, now, you know, 16 years later, I don't really hear it. Literally I'll be driving and I'll be, my boyfriend will be like, Oh, that's your commercial. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't even notice. But, um, <laughs> in the beginning of my career, I'd be like, Oh my God, I sound terrible. And I'd be hypercritical. And I just like learned to let that go over the years because I realized I'm never going to win that battle of, of like exactly. loving or hating my voice. So, and if anything, I've told you before, like behind the scenes in radio, a lot of the times we get air checks where mm-hmm. we have to sit in a room and our boss will replay our radio oh. show and then pick a part like stuff that we could have done better stuff that we did that was shitty, you know? Oh, you sounded muffled here. You know, can you imagine that? No, I would vomit. Exactly. (laughs) And that's, that's what I put up with. And so that's where my breed of perfectionism came from. But thanks to podcasting, I've literally learned to just drop the perfectionism and it's helped me in
1: my day-to-day life on the radio too. I love that. I love that so much. Number three is titles are more important than you think. So a lot of the times, like people will just quickly put together a title right after they're done their episode and, you know, a a short little title. And they think like people are going to read the show notes and, and, or that people listen to podcasts chronologically. But a lot of the times, if you listen to, if you look at your own habits, a lot of people don't listen to podcasts chronologically. They scroll and see what they feel like listening to right now. And if your title isn't very clear, then people aren't going to know what to listen to. So our number one podcast is our first episode, which is normal. That, that's typically most podcasts, especially like newer podcasts, their first episode is their best. But our number two episode is number 15, colorectal surgeon, Dr. Lipson shares frontline information on the coronavirus. When we were off on our hiatus that we didn't explain, that episode was getting a ton of listens because it was the the height of the pandemic. And it was titled in a way that really like it tells you right away what it is about, what kind of doctor, what kind of surgeon, what he's talking about. Our number three top listen to podcast is podcast number four, Chronic Pain Every Day. Brooke Van Russell pushed through and opened her own body. And then I can't even actually see the rest of the title, but it is a very detailed title episode. And number is is a similar episode where it gives you the name and uh, details. So all of our top listened to episodes are very detailed titles where someone can just take a look and say, Ooh, I want to learn about that instead of just making the title very vague. So it does actually make, make a big difference.
0: I wish I could add more, but you pretty much summed it up. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that is, that is something that we've really learned over time. Like even, you know, people tell you make your title a little clickbaity and blah, 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 blah. But the more we look at our clients statistics, because we get to see them, obviously, the more we realize, like, you don't want a novel as a title, but you do want your title to really encompass what the episode is going to be about.
0: Number four is the why this gets brought up by a lot of podcasters. You reach a point in time where you ask yourself, like, why am I doing this? <laughs> Who is this for? Who is even listening to this right now? And so, yeah, the why is, is what we want to talk about, because you have to find out what your why is. Everybody's why is different and it changes,
1: And you have to be clear about it, right? Because if you're not like making a million dollars, million, if you're not making a million dollars podcasting, or you're not even making any income, right? We don't typically put sponsors on our podcast at the moment. And we do this for you guys. And if you get to a point where like, I don't know, like podcasting is different. We don't get to see who's listening. We literally, our statistics just tell us how many people listened to our episode. That's it, period. We don't get to see like what type of person. We don't get to see what you get to see on Instagram or anywhere else. We just have the amount of people that listen and the countries that they're from. And so sometimes it feels like, especially when, you know, this is us being really open and honest, especially when we're asking like, hey, tag us or, you know, let us know you listen to this episode. And we don't see a lot of that on Instagram because obviously it takes a lot for you to screenshot and tag us and whatever. It can feel like, we're talking to a brick wall. And if you don't know your why, and you're not really clear on it, and when it comes to your business, why you're doing the podcast, when it comes to, you know, even if you don't have a business, what your reasoning is for getting on this mic every single week, week after week, then it can be harder to even have a clear episode or even have a clear direction. And so your listeners are there than getting bored. I just want to share our why
0: because I received a message uh, a couple months ago from somebody who listens to our podcast. Her name is Jesse. And this was her message. Okay. I hope it's not weird that I'm messaging you, but I wanted to reach out and thank you and Natalie for your openness and honesty. I was diagnosed with breast cancer earlier this year. See, so I'm already like tearing Aww. up Ugh. and having to go through that with a young family and my own business and trying to keep everything together has been a ride. I relate so much of what you both say. And there's so much in your show that speaks to me. You're both very brave for putting yourselves out there. And I just wanted you to know that you're making an impact. Now off I go to continue binging all the episodes.
1: That is our why. Our why is because there are so many successful women out there who are literally just trying to trug through some kind of chronic illness, some kind of life-changing battle. And no one around them knows because success is so important to them. You know, we've both been there.
0: Yeah. And on your blazer. (laughs) And that's what gets me behind this mic. Like, you know, there was a time early on in our podcast adventure, Natalie, where I was having a hard time because I thought, man, and I think I even expressed this to you. I said, like, I do this for a living. So it's kind of exhausting for me to come home and then jump behind the mic and then continue talking. And then I realized like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be talking about. Like, yes, I love what I do on the radio, but this is such a stripped version of myself that I get to be like, this is the version I've hid all those years in my career that I finally have the opportunity to express. And who cares if we get five listens or 10 listens or a hundred listens or a thousand listens. Yeah. If, if it just hits one person, that's all that matters. And like that message from Jesse was, that's all I needed to hear. Like it just takes one person to listen to your podcast to make a difference.
1: Yeah. And we get a lot of those messages and those messages literally spark our fire. And it's crazy to think back to, because I remember the, those times where you were like, I don't have it in me to, to record. And our why wasn't clear then. We were really talking a lot about the sickness side of things. We were messy on why we were doing this podcast we weren't clear in our business or even in our friendship. And it was like a job to record. And now we just both, we just love it. And we kind of come up with episodes on the fly sometimes, and we're passionate about all of them. And because of you guys behind those earphones <laughs> or <laughs> or speaker, I guess, or, you know, Alexa's, whatever you're listening on, but it's because of you guys, because we've heard from you. And I really just picture my old self or one of the women listening who are boss babes, who yeah, yeah, you divulge to your husband or your friends that you're sick, but but no one else knows what it's like to be sick and successful, other than a woman who is freaking hustling to to make a name for herself who's struggling with a chronic illness. No one gets it.
0: No, and that's why we wanted to create this podcast so we can express those thoughts that you have when you're going through shit and you have no one to really turn to that really understands you.
1: Yeah, and the community too. Yeah. We love you guys. Okay. And number five, last but not least guests. So this one is kind of a loaded one because there's so many different things we can talk about with guests, but the top thing that came to me that I've learned over 50 episodes is guests do not owe you anything. So guests are on your podcast to help you and you're not there to help them. Meaning don't expect a guest to repost your content. If you haven't clearly asked them to in advance, if you haven't provided them all the content and you know, if you get an, if you get a podcast guest who I always use Matthew McConaughey, just because like his book is iconic, but if, if (laughs) you're in love with him, I know just a little (laughs) bit (laughs) good thing. Stephen doesn't listen to this podcast, (laughs) Uh, but like, say we got Matthew McConaughey, he's not going to repost. Like he's coming on here probably because he was paid a bunch of money, you know? And so if you have a successful woman or whatever it is who's coming on to your podcast, don't expect them to repost. If they do, that's a bonus, like amazing. But they're coming on there to add value to your listeners, not to, you know, promote your podcast.
0: And you get what you give. So if right. you're giving your guest all of the materials to share the episode, all that kind of stuff they are if they're coming into the interview, knowing everything in advance, you're probably going to get more out of that interview and having yeah. them on your podcast.
1: And that's where like opening up the doors to our podcast. We are a little bit messy. We do give all of our content. We are very good at doing that. But a lot of the times we don't know what episode our interviewee is going to be on. So what I mean is we do have interviews that kind of pepper in between our mine and Shalinda's episodes together, right? We can't tell our podcast interviewee, hey, you're going to be on episode 63 on January, what? Blah, 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 blah. So be prepared. <laughs> so we kind of, that's where we drop the ball and we need to do a little bit better so that they can be aware to reshare. And so we don't expect... When we're sending an uh, email out a week in advance saying like, hey, you need to put this content up. It's our podcast and we're launching next week and blah, blah, blah. Well, a lot of people pre-prepare their content for a month or two in advance. So we we're aware of that, but I do hear a lot of new podcasters being like, what can I do to get my interviewees to repost? Like I gave them everything and I get so upset when they don't repost my content. Well, they don't owe you anything.
0: Nailed it. They don't owe you anything. Nobody owes no. you anything really no. in this life, you know? That's that's yeah. how I that's how I live my life, you know? I work hard for what I want and I never expect anything from anybody because I feel like that's when you set yourself up for being disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. 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 And before we go, I just really this came to mind just now, Natalie. Love it. Bonus. <laughs> grow as you go that's the like slogan that came to mind because as you become a podcaster you grow into things i started out with a shitty usb mic and now i have a much better setup you know what i mean we started out just kind of like throwing things as we went, we, we would drive to the radio station. I worked at to record our episodes. Now we record over zoom. So it's more uh, accessible to us in our schedules. We would Uh,
1: have people interviewing over a phone at the station because that's just what, like, that's what Shalinda knew. I had this like weird mixer device that I like researched and we would go to people's houses to interview them. Like you guys, it was, we were messy, but grow as you go. I love that saying, you know, yeah. we now have boom mics and we have this whole setup and we record via zoom and we have an editor and, but we didn't have that at the beginning. No. It was bare bones.
0: <laughs> and that's what brings us to episode 50. We have come so far and we have so much more to go. Basically so is what much. I'm trying to say. Um, I can't
1: wait till we're episode 500. Cause I see that for us.
0: Same, same. So thank you for listening today. It means a lot to us. Like I said, we are going to take a bit of a break, uh, over the the Christmas holidays, and then we will see you in the new year in 2022. I have a good feeling that next year uh, is going to bring a lot for a lot of us. So knock
1: on wood. And if you are listening and if you had fun listening, we would really appreciate even a DM, a screenshot, a tag, whatever it is, obviously our socials will be linked in the show notes below, but remember it's not always possible to be sick and successful. It is possible for you, even though you said always, and not only (laughs) (laughs) bye.